From the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. Are you this is Roz yes. and Mocha. <laughs> it's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey, guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carr. You're listening to my boys, Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys, Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. Roz. I think Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! You just won $1,000. That's amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hey, Mocha. Yes? You ready? Not yet. Oh. You ready? Now, now? I am. Oh, my God. <laughs> Let's do the news! The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. News break. Oh, my God. Apparently, according to page six, um, Justin Timberlake is seething over the Britney Spears uh, stuff overshadowing his new music and his new album. Uh, They said that uh, uh, Justin had hoped the backlash from the Britney Spears memoir memoir would have blown over by now uh, so that he could focus on his new album, which he's very excited about. But every day is something new. And today there's also something new. So... Uh, so Timberlake released that song called uh, Selfish. Selfish, and then Britney fans started putting her old track Selfish to the top of the charts to compete with Justin's song, mm-hmm. everything else. And 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 they were fans were whipping this up into a frenzy, right? So on Monday, Britney, like I'm guessing, looked at the world and went, "Yo, this is getting a little too chaotic." Mm-hmm. And so, if, let me remind you, on Monday, Britney went on social media. And she said, I want to apologize for some of the things I wrote about in my book. If I offended any of the people I genuinely care about, I am deeply sorry. I am in love with Justin Timberlake's new song, Selfish. It is so good. And how come every time I see Justin and Jimmy Fallon together, I laugh so hard? So Britney sort of just like put it all out, Uh right? Guys, calm down. Okay, calm down. And then Justin, two nights ago in New York City, goes on stage right before he sings Cry Me a River, which is the song about Britney Spears, mm. and says this. I'd like to take this opportunity to apologize to absolutely f***ing nobody. So, oh. I'd like to take this opportunity to apologize to absolutely effing nobody. Damn, okay. Man. So then, last night, Britney writes on social, uh... Someone told me someone was talking S about me in the streets. Alongside, there was a stock image of a, of a basketball hoop. Uh-huh. Then she goes on to say, do you want to bring it to the court or will you go home crying to your mom like you did last time? <laughs> Ending it with, I'm not sorry. <laughs> Damn, girl. Wow. Go off, Brittany. Boom. Roasted. <laughs> Emotional damage. (laughs) They're going to have to do damage control with JT on this album. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, there's a suit spinoff happening called Suits LA. Yes, I love it. Um, NBC Universal ordered the pilot. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to start shooting in late March. Uh, the new iteration will follow Ted Black, a former federal prosecutor from New York who has reinvented himself, representing the most powerful clients in Los Angeles. They say his firm is at a crisis point, and in order to survive, he must embrace the role he held in contempt his entire life. 
Is Gabriel uh, going to be in it? No, uh, as, as it is right now, no cast members from the original um, oh, version boo. of Suits are oh, slated boo. to no. be a part Bring of Bring back this. Harvey Specter. Wow, damn. Bring back Harvey Specter. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Lewis Hamilton out at Mercedes. Hello, Ferrari. Guys, my F1 group chat was going nuts. There's three of us in the chat, by the yeah, way. Yeah, okay, cool. Nuts yesterday. Nuts, huh? Yeah, yeah. bananas. Yeah, this guy's I'm been with, the, with Mercedes for like 11 years. Yeah, so here is uh, F1 breaking it all down for you. Two of the greatest names in Formula One, Lewis Hamilton and Ferrari, are set to join forces next year. In a move both surprising and long-awaited, the seven-time World Drivers' Champion will be given the most coveted drive in motorsport when he finally sits behind the wheel of a Ferrari Formula One car. It's a seat that every driver wants, but one that only an elite few ever get to experience. Is it, um, is, is, I don't know a lot about F1, but is it normally like best car wins or like, how does that work? Like, yeah, it's like the engineering behind the, the vehicle, some driver skill, but the problem with Lewis Hamilton. But it's Hamilton, more the car, right? It is. And Lewis Hamilton this past season. Yeah. It was probably his worst season of his career. He didn't win a race, right? No, I think he made podium like literally once, once which right. is top three, yeah. right? And every other race has just been terrible. He's really? a great driver. Yeah. His car was just horrible. Really? Yeah. So yeah. that's that much. Why don't they make, I guess they can't. I just, it's all based on like how much money you got, yeah. right? Yeah. They have like things you can't do to the cars and stuff, but right. people always somehow find their way to like. And part of right. his frustration is that he's complained so much to his team and to the engineers and the manufacturer to be like, here's what I need for the car. Yeah. Here's how we can make the car better. And right. no one like listened to him. So he's just huh. dipping. The only other thing that I found weird about this story when it came out yesterday mm-hmm. is that it's for the 2025 season, right? Mm-hmm. This season starts in a couple of weeks. So he's got to do a full year, a full season still with, oh, Mercedes. with Mercedes. Yes. So Whoa. now every single question. Right, that he gets asked, or Mercedes gets asked, or anybody else in F one for the this season. He's got to ride his ex for a full year. Yes, it's oh, going to be all damn. about him leaving Mercedes. Damn, I think it was a bum ass move damn. to make that announcement before damn. this season even starts. He's still got to go a full year. Ferrari smart though. Very God, announce a breakup a year in advance. Also, Jeez, that would who hurt. Does also, that? also, he's replacing. He's replacing the a guy? driver. Oh, is he? Yeah, he's so your schlub. No, like he's oh. pretty good, but oh. now that driver just got bumped. So yeah. like, oh damn! Like, everyone's yeah. like, which which yeah. team is he gonna go to now? Because yeah. yeah. I don't think Mercedes is gonna take him. No, like he's good. Yeah, no. but not, not, oh, not really? Mercedes. Yeah. Oh damn. Okay, cool. Well, there you go. I'm looking forward to seeing not seeing that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Back to the podium for you. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Larry David showed up on the Today Show yesterday to just cause absolute chaos. <laughs> Larry David from Curb Your Enthusiasm. So he's like out there in promoting. The 70s? Yeah, he's seventy six. He's out there promoting the the final season of the of the show mm-hmm. and the big stories that he strangled Elmo. Um, so what? So, okay, yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. So this is how it started. So it's so the, the the first time you see Larry David, right? They have him standing against the wall with his name on it, and they're going to commercial and they want a promo that hey, coming up next we have Larry David. Good morning, sunshine. <laughs> Excited to be here, Larry. He looks so happy. He looks thrilled. But am I on camera now? Yeah. yeah. Yes, you are. <laughs> Don't watch. <laughs> Turn off your TVs. You're going to be very disappointed. All right. Okay. Your local news. Just, just don't great. watch. It's, it's a great team. 
Okay, okay, so then before the Larry segment, they have Elmo on the show because Elmo went viral because Elmo asked everybody how their day was and then people were just overly honest with Elmo. Trauma dumping. <laughs> Thank you, right? So Elmo's behind the couch uh-huh. with Elmo's dad, I guess, is the other big Muppet, right? Sure. And so they're in the, they're wrapping up the segment with Elmo before they go to the Larry David interview. And while they're talking to Elmo, Larry David walks on the set, starts strangling Elmo, right? What? Behind the couch, starts strangling Elmo, takes a swing at the dad, and then takes a shot at Elmo and then walks off. And you'll hear at the very end, Larry goes, somebody had to do it. So listen to this. Let's go over to Alfred, check of the weather. Oh, and not yet, not wait, yet, wait, wait, not wait, not wait, wait, oh. wait, 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 wait. Oh, 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 oh my gosh, you love Elmo, don't you? Oh Elmo, you okay? Mr. Larry, Elmo loved you before. Ask permission, <laughs> ask permission before you touch people, Larry. Oh. Let's, let's, let's get back on the couch mm. and let's talk about <laughs> they would have canceled the show, Elmo. <laughs> <laughs> Larry. Oh. All right, Larry, then. you've gone too far this time. <laughs> yes, Larry. Somebody <laughs> had to do it. Oh. Is oh anybody God. really surprised? Okay. Oh my God, Larry David! Okay, and then this, what and this is like that? this is basically an episode of Curb. Like, like Larry in the show would go on the Today Show and strangle Elmo, and then be forced to apologize to a puppet. Right. So this is the beginning of the Larry David interview. Larry. Something you want to say to Elmo? And I, look at look at the camera, and please, and from your give heart, him, give him a camera from, shot. From where? From yeah, your heart. Exactly. Oh, okay. No. Go ahead. We're ready. What, what organ are you talking about? Yeah, just, from your heart. Okay. Go ahead. Say you're sorry, Elmo. Larry? I, I just want to apologize. Thank you, Larry. That's very Elmo, big of you. Elmo accepts your apology, Larry. <laughs> chaos. The whole, the whole thing was chaos. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. So uh, the, the question is, was Buble high on mushrooms? Microdosing um, during the press conference. What I'm going to play for you is a montage of the chaos that was the Michael Bublé press conference. Okay, and in it, he talks about how somebody gave him mushrooms. It was a microdose, and he said he's lying. It wasn't a microdose, and like he's slurring. His eyes are like glass. I don't know. Bublé's a funny guy, mm-hmm. right? He could have just been doing this to have fun. But listen to the montage of Bublé. The answer is no. I will not be the oldest draft pick the Vancouver Canucks have ever taken at 48 years old. I know you and you. You're a really good hockey You got good hands, dude. You've got silky mitts, my brother. You are the first person who's ever told me that. Because I'm the first real ever hockey fan, dude. My buddy told me this is just a microdose of mushrooms, and he was lying. Oh, my God. So I'll be honest. I thought I was in Blades of Glory for most of the time that I was out there until it sort of settled down, and then I realized, holy I'm at the NHL All-Star Game. We literally are the heart and soul of these teams. And uh, if they win, it'll be because of us. And if they lose, it will be because of us. All of my my text, it was people, congratulations, congratulations on being chosen to go to the All-Star Game. And I was like, congratulations, I'm a, I'm a superstar. Nice guy, thank you. <laughs> Yo. okay. You know what? I... I think that's Buble just being funny Buble. He was slurring a bit, though. But like, I, I know the guy likes his whiskey, right? <laughs> yeah, I think he might have been a little drunk. It might have just been that. I don't know. But uh, so Steve Dangle was out with Buble last night, and then Steve Dangle does oh, a no. video. And Bub- So keep in mind, so they're at a restaurant. Yeah. Dangle starts, and then he moves the camera, and Buble's sitting with him. And Buble has, like, a giant, like, bun in his hand that he's okay. just eating like an apple, okay? <laughs> All right, this is a very hot topic in hockey right now. Um, 
Steve Dangle here with SDPN Sports. Uh, the controversy is, is Michael Buble or was Michael Buble on mushrooms while on stage? Uh, it was a joke. Of course I wasn't. I'm sitting here at dinner. I do have a problem with bread. When I get anxious, I can't stop eating it. But no, not mushrooms. Do you think this is helping your case or hurting it? <laughs> I don't know what the hell was I think going that was on with Buble, Buble. Buble. But it was an amazing press conference. Whether he was high on mushrooms or not, Michael Bublé looked like he was up there having the absolute time of his life. Yeah, uh, which is great. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Um, oh, can we play Charles Barkley real quick? Yeah, of course. So Charles Barkley, everybody's like coming to the defense of like Taylor Swift and and uh, what's his name. Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey, thank you. Oh Travis Swift. Thank you. Uh, but I don't see the outrage. Like, am I the only one that hasn't noticed, like, a oh. legit outrage? Yeah, you don't see, like, all the, the sports accounts on IG. It's a like, lot. go through the actual comments. Like, But is it troll outrage or is it no, actual no, no. outrage? It's actual, like, sports bros who hate the fact that any of the broadcasters show... Um, because I or read talk a lot about of that stuff. I don't, Taylor Swift. I don't see enough to warrant yeah, yeah, like yeah. the or kind like of defense attacking of it. the uh, the account that's posting. Like, why do you keep posting about Taylor Swift? Nobody cares. Keep it about football. People even yell at her at the games. Like, you ruined football. As like she's leaving and stuff. They, they yeah, yell at it's... everybody at the games. No, no, not like this. Though. Not like yes, this. Specifically, as imagine if no. like they're yelling at her as if she fumbled the, like the last play of the game. Yeah. Like, it's it's bad. I like, don't know. There is legit hate for Taylor Swift from sports bros. I'm I, telling you right now. I don't, I don't, I see it. It's a troll. And, no. I, and I think that everybody coming to the defense is using this sort of manufactured uh, outrage to ride the sort of wave of Taylor's involvement with Travis Kelsey. But anyway, here's the great Charles Barkley. I'll just say, I'm going to look right in that camera. If you're screaming uh -oh. at Taylor Swift saying she ruined her, you're just a loser. Uh, you're just a loser or a jackass. You can be A or B. One of the two. One of the two. Damn. Charles Barkley's great. You're either a loser or a jackass. You pick. I'm not, not going to label you. You pick. Uh, you're just a loser or a jackass. You can be A or B. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, FIFA announced a whole bunch of stuff for World Cup in 2026. Uh, being hosted by Mexico, Canada, and the United States. It'll kick off June 11th, 2026. Canada will host 13 of the 104 Woo! games. Oh, that's a lot with uh, Vancouver and Toronto. Um, uh, seven in Vancouver, six in Toronto. Uh, the June 12th game in Toronto will be the Canada men's national team's first mm -hmm. before they head out west to BC to play their next two and uh, both Toronto and Vancouver will host five group stage games. Canada will also host three knockout games mm -hmm. uh, for the round of 32. Two on July 2nd in Vancouver and Toronto, and then another on July 7th in Vancouver. Who wants uh, to join my uh, soccer group chat? <laughs> yep. I'll be there. <laughs> uh, so far, it's just me and Maria. <laughs> the final will be July 19th at uh, MetLife Stadium in, oh, New, in Jersey. New Jersey. Jersey. Wow. That's a big stadium. That's a football stadium, right? It is. Oh, yeah. Geez. Well, because they got to add, even in Toronto, they got to add extra temporary seats to BMO because yeah. there's a minimum seat requirement for uh, FIFA games, and BMO just doesn't have enough. So I, I think they Met have to Life. add Met like. Life is like 100,000 oh, or something? Oh, yeah. It's, a, it's crazy. 
Yeah. I mean, they could play at any college stadium. Totally. Yeah, and it would be and it would be fine, but I think they need like an extra 7,000 seats or something like that. And I'm I think yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, they're doing like a, a re, like a Wait, whole reconstruction of it. They're yeah. starting this year. Yeah. To reconstruct yeah. Bemo? Yeah, they have yeah. to put extra seats in on the ends. Like I think they're the going to make it, yeah, they're going to add, I think, Higher? on the sides on the, on the north on the, and south. On the ends. The oh, ends. Yeah. oh, where it's yeah. kind of no. open now, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so they got to get that going. Oh, it's so much money for five games. Oh, my God. Or whatever it is. Uh, Drake sat down with uh, Giannini Infantino, who is the uh, uh, president of FIFA, to talk about why Canada is the perfect place for World Cup. Canada as a whole, we have just such a... Um, um, incredible melting pot of people but Toronto especially there are just so many different cultural experiences so so when the World Cup hits it's like everyone's on the oh, street Everyone it's, is, like, yeah, it's beautiful yeah it's beautiful it's a beautiful time and I mean obviously there's passion and in, in many things, but the passion in the World Cup, I think, is unmatched. Yeah. And uh, I don't know where Drake was performing, but um, he was doing... Florida. Was it Florida? Yeah, and, Tampa. And he, he was... I don't know what he was. He was up in some cage, and he had some, like, gun thing with a cord that was all wrapped around his arm, and he was struggling with it. But they started to play work, the track for work, and I guess Drake doesn't perform that anymore, and he let the audience know. Yeah. I don't sing this song anymore. You can sing it for me. So why have that as part of the set? Yeah, He's I don't petty, know. right? Petty Scorpio. Yeah, so <laughs> I love, that's like my favorite Rihanna and Drake song. Yeah, but he doesn't do it anymore. Why do you think he doesn't do it anymore? Well, it's because it's Rihanna, and like yeah. every time he mentions or says sure. something about her, everyone goes. But in then on why him. say this? Yeah, because he's being. He's fueling the fire. If yeah, you don't ready. play this, if you don't play the song, because every time you do, people go in on you. Mm. Don't play the track at the concert and then say, "I don't sing this song anymore." Yeah, he's he's really doing it to, to <laughs> right? get under uh, ASAP Rocky's That's skin. It. Yeah. Oh, I you think. think so? Yes. Yeah, but I thought yeah. they were cool. Okay, you need to get done, 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 done. I love this song so much. Eight years ago, the song came out. And you know, ASAP Rocky don't like watching the music video for this. The way he was, Drake was grinding up on Rihanna, oh, or the way yeah. Rihanna was grinding up on Drake. Mm, really? Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, it's Cristiano Ronaldo's birthday today. Yay. Oh, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> Ronaldo's Ronaldo. Ronaldo is. First of all, first of all, uh, the three of you, uh, Maury, Maria, and Shem, that was uh, that was like in key. Really? <laughs> that was like a beautiful. That was the oh, like the 32? most. Thirty-two. No. Ronaldo? Yeah. How old is he? 39. Oh, wow. Good for him. 30, oh, he's younger than you, Rod. Oh, my God. There was no debate, yeah, Maury. I mean, nobody nobody thought anything. Ronaldo was older than me. Well, I didn't ask you. I told you. No, but nobody thought that. But also, he's It wasn't on anybody's mind. But he's younger than you, too, Maury. Oh, yeah. <laughs> my sister's Rod. boyfriend loves him, so he must be celebrating his birthday today. That's weird. Yeah. yeah well, he's like, my, he, he, like he plays... Professional soccer. That's so weird. he like loves Cristiano Ronaldo. Like everything is about celebrate, Cristiano Ronaldo. When you when you celebrate the birthday <laughs> of another man, you don't know. I'm that's kidding. I, I don't think he's gonna be celebrating it. <laughs> yeah, okay. Backtracking now. <laughs> 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 we don't get in trouble. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, let's get to some of these Grammy moments last night. There's so much that just ties into everything else. Uh, I want to start with. Uh, Jay-Z, while he was up there um, accepting 
his award and sort of takes a moment to attack the Grammys for never having uh, awarded his wife Beyonce album of the year. So here's Jay-Z. We want y'all to get it right. We love y'all. We love y'all. We love y'all. We want y'all to get it right. At least get it close to right. And obviously it's subjective. Y'all don't got to clap at everything. Obviously it's, sub- <laughs> obviously it's subjective because, you know, it's music and it's opinion-based. But, you know, some things, you know, I don't want to embarrass this young lady, but she has more Grammys than everyone and never won album of the year. So even by your own metrics, that doesn't work. Think about that. The most Grammys, never won album of the year. That doesn't work. You know, some of you, some of you going to go home tonight and feel like you've been robbed. Some of you may get robbed. (laughs) (laughs) Some of you don't belong in the category. No, 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 no. No, when I get nervous, I tell the truth. <laughs> Not a great response, though, huh? From the from the crowd. Well, it's kind of like Kanye again. It's like, do do? I don't know. I think that it's a little tasteless. And, and it, listen, I get it, right? Beyonce's Beyonce. But when you're talking about the person who has won more Grammys than everyone else, are you saying that none of those matter? Meaning mm-hmm. everybody in the room who has just had the greatest night of their life and won a Grammy, but it's not Album of the Year. It means nothing. It means nothing. Yeah, I think, you know also, what I, mean? I think also his biggest issue is that Beyonce. I think she's won maybe record of the year once. Like she doesn't win any of the big of the major four ever. She wins a lot of the other urban categories. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but never any of the big four categories. So Beyonce's been nominated eighty-eight times for Grammys, and she's won thirty-two of them. But to 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 look at that stat eighty-eight times and won thirty-two, and somehow feel disrespected. Oh, too bad it wasn't 99, because that would have been funny. Yeah, but you know what I mean? 88, 88 nominations, 32 wins to feel disrespected. Yeah. Right? You know what I mean? Just a little, like, yeah, I don't know. I agree. Uh, speaking of disrespect, a lot of people going in on Taylor Swift because they think that she shaded Celine Dion she on did. stage, right? So so it's the album of the year, everything else. Taylor wins, makes mm. history, all of this stuff. And announces the new album, which we'll tell you about in a in a second. And Celine's up there with the stiff person syndrome. Nobody knew she was going to be there. She's out there alone, not a cane, not a wheelchair, nothing, like fighting through it. And then she gives uh, Taylor Swift the award. And Taylor, as she's taking the award from Celine, is like looking back at like her posse, doesn't even acknowledge Celine Dion yeah. was there, and then goes up and does a speech. But what made it worse, what made it worse is that in the lead up, to Celine presenting Taylor Swift with this award. Celine said this. And now it gives me great joy to present a Grammy Award that two legends, Diana Ross and Sting, presented to me 27 years ago. So she acknowledges. Right. These are the outstanding nominees for the album of the year. Yeah, so, so she oh, she shows love, right? And everybody and was Taylor. like, Beyonce would have shown love. Yeah. Beyonce would have shown love. She sure would. So, but then they did a picture backstage, and everybody was like, "Okay, cool." Uh, Taylor goes up and announces this to all her fans. I want to say thank you to the fans. Bye. 
telling you a secret that I've been keeping from you for the last two years. I hate Celine Dion. <laughs> which is that my brand new album <laughs> comes out April 19th. It's called, <laughs> it's called the Tortured Poets Department. I'm going to go and post the cover right now backstage. Thank you. I love you. Thank you. And I don't love Celine. So the Tortured Poets Department, I guess people are saying more that this is shade on Joe Alwyn. Is that the deal? Yeah, because they were on a podcast and mentioned that they had a group chat. Called um, the Tortured Men's Club? Yeah. Okay. So her ex-boyfriend had the Tortured Men's Club group chat. Uh, Taylor Swift has the uh, Tortured Poets Department. Also, people uh, took notice. I mean, notice. it's very similar and timely. So. Sure, yeah. Uh, also, they noticed, and Taylor's smart about this, though. They noticed that she did not thank Travis Kelsey in her in her speech, mm. right? She knows. Um. She knows. What if this doesn't work out? She wants her record-breaking speech at the Grammys forever, that's going to live on forever, where she thanks the boyfriend, the, ex, the ex-boyfriend. Never, right? Mm-hmm. The husband, yes, but you don't thank the boyfriend. Oh, was she mad that he didn't show boyfriend. up? He didn't show up for her. He nah. did. They were pointing out, though, NPR posted a picture very early on from the red carpet of Taylor, at, uh, of Taylor Swift, and I guess Travis Kelsey liked it. So uh, he, was, he, was out there, he was out there liking pictures on uh. Instagram when he was in Vegas getting ready for hey, Don't that. worry. I'm paying attention, baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, before we go, Drake slammed the Grammys. Uh, he took to Instagram to say, all you incredible artists, remember, uh, this show isn't the facts. It's just the opinion of a group of people whose names are kept secret. Secret. Literally, you can Google it. Congrats to anybody winning anything for hip-hop, but this show doesn't dictate S in our world. Uh, however, he was nominated, uh, I think, twice this year for the 21 Savage record. Um, so Drake's still not happy with the Grammy Awards. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Uh, man, Taylor Swift fans are so brutal. They are trolling Joe Alwyn like... Oh, my God. As soon as Taylor Swift released the track listings from her new album, Joe Alwyn, Taylor's ex-boyfriend, like, people just set their sights on the man. So some of the song titles are uh, So Long London. He's English, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, The Smallest Man Who Ever Lived. That's another one. Uh, One fan wrote, uh, Joe Alwyn, (laughs) Count Your Days. Somebody else wrote, every song title from the Tortured Poets Department is bad for Joe Allen. Somebody else said that he's probably going to enter witness protection program. Wow. Somebody else wrote, just remember that when I wake up on April 19th, I will not have to endure what Joe Allen, what Joe Alwyn will have to endure. Song called, uh, But Daddy, I Love Him. I can fix him. No, really, I can. Oof. Oh, my boy only breaks his favorite toys. Oof. Yo, just turn notifications off, homie. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Delete, oh. delete IG for 30 days. Oh, those fans are so hardcore, man. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Uh, Joe Coy, uh, back at the Golden Globes, tried to make a Taylor Swift NFL cutting away joke, and it didn't yeah. go well, and you and Taylor gave him an eye, and she got accused of not having a sense of humor and all this stuff. Uh, 
he said that it was, the whole monologue was that he only had 10 days to prepare and that he wrote some of the stuff and writers and he was blaming people during it. So you'd think that, like, there's no way to safely do a Taylor NFL cutaway joke. Uh, Trevor Noah, on the other hand, begs to differ. This was Trevor by, Noah by last the way, night. Can I just say something before we move on? Can I just say, I think it is so unfair how NFL fans have been complaining about the cameras cutting to Taylor Swift, right? Like she's controlling the cameras at the games. Right? Like, like, just let her live. Let her live. In fact, tonight, on Taylor's behalf, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to give her a break. Every time, every time they mention Taylor Swift, I'm going to get revenge. Every time someone says Taylor Swift, I'm going to cut the cameras to someone who played football. That's what I'll do. Cut! Bam! Just like that. Oh, yeah, you like that, Terry Crews? You like that, Terry Crews? You better fix your face, Terry. Ooh. Yeah, we're watching you all night, Terry. No relaxing for you. Do you work for the CIA, Terry? Huh? Huh? I can read lips, Terry. You better watch what you say. Damn. Oh, watch watch with Terry, though. <laughs> Put it in reverse, Terry. I love Terry Crews. Um, so one of the biggest, most iconic moments of the night, man, Taylor Swift fans just don't forget. So Joni Mitchell, mm-hmm. who is, how old is she, like 80? Something she like just that. Turned just, tur- just turned 80. Mm-hmm. Has never performed on the Grammys before, if you can even believe that, which really? is weird. Yeah. Oh. So back in uh, not that long ago, I was trying to think here. In an interview, I know Joni Mitchell, like four years ago, she explained that she had several health setbacks, including a debilitating battle with polio, plus a 2015 aneurysm, which impacted her stamina. But she continued on with her career nonetheless, but she had to relearn how to speak and sing. Whoa. So that's why she was in that chair. So, yeah. and, and when Joni Mitchell was performing last night, like Meryl Streep was crying. Really? Right? Yeah. So here's a little bit of Joni Mitchell from last night. I looked at love from both sides now. From given to And still somehow. Oh, beautiful. So I go on social media and I'm like, I want to check out all the love for Joni Mitchell, watch the performance, everything else. Mm-hmm. And then you realize that the Taylor Swift fans were going in on Joni Mitchell. For what? Being like, push her off the stage. <gasps> no! Tripper. All this stuff. Why are they being so mean? Because back in 2012, yeah. Taylor Swift was in line to play Joni Mitchell in a movie called Girls Like Us. It was a film adaptation of a book talking about the impact of Joni Mitchell, Carol, Carol King, and Carly Simon. And then back in 2012, Taylor Swift said at the time that she was really eager to play Joni Mitchell, Mm -hmm. but it had not been confirmed yet. And the reason it wasn't confirmed was because Joni Mitchell killed the project Hmm. because Taylor Swift. Oh, she said at the time, I've never heard Taylor's music. I've seen her. And all you've got is a girl with high cheekbones. (laughs) I don't know what her music sounds like, but I do know this, that if she's going to sing and play me, Good luck. Damn. Yo. <laughs> 2012. 2012! You said the pusher? So Yo. the fans the fans were, there's a meme of somebody getting pushed off a stage in a wheelchair. Yeah. And that's all I saw when I was trying to look up Joni Mitchell. How do people even remember that? Oh, they don't forget. They don't forget. Yo, that's pretty harsh, though. Push her off stage. <laughs> <laughs> They don't because I was like, why are people hating on Joni Mitchell? Yeah. Oh, like, they keep it like was, a burn book or something? Yeah. <laughs> they, they keep records? Apparently they do. 
Apparently they do. Uh, one of the other emotional performances last night was uh, Tracy Chapman up there with uh, Luke Combs doing uh, Fast Car. You got a fast car. I want to get to anywhere. Maybe we make a deal. Maybe together we can get somewhere. Any place is better. Starting from zero, got nothing to lose. Maybe we'll make something. Did anyone know that Tracy Chapman was going to be there? Surprise. Was it? Yeah. 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 They sound great together, though, huh? Yeah. Amazing. Mm. He's so smooth, huh? So smooth. Do you think that they, um, are they going to release a version of this with the two of them, you think? You just released this. Yeah, I guess you could just... Just a live version? Yeah, I mean, they both sound dynamite. Yeah, like, it's I don't really think good. they need to go into a studio and do it a hundred times. Man, I missed a lot from the Grammys last night. That song's now, now number one on iTunes for the first time in 36 years. Yeah, really, huh? Yeah, from really? It's so dope. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Uh, ticket resellers are finding out that people really don't want to pay $10,000 for a terrible seat at the Super Bowl. Ten grand. So a week ago, the cheapest price we were talking about this that you could find for a single ticket to the Super Bowl was ten thousand mm-hmm. uh, dollars. But over the sort of last week or so, prices have dropped considerably, and right now the cheapest ticket is fifty four hundred dollars. So even still, they're slashing ticket prices. What are they normally? Like, can you even just like when do when tickets go on sale for the Super Bowl? Like, how much is like through Ticketmaster or whoever you buy the Super Bowl tickets? Oh, close like, to like, a grand. Like, you're not getting like, anything. how much is an actual ticket? You're not to getting go? like nosebleeds for like fifty five bucks. But like, how much or one fifty? Is it because it's like no, like close to because to get a like a, a good ticket at some of these concerts, it's like twenty two hundred dollars. Yeah, no, with the dynamic pricing that the artists put on everything and all that. You're stuff. well over like, a rack for sure. What is, what is a regular ticket to the Super Bowl cost? Like not. Not like primo fifty yard line five you know five rows back, but like yeah, what, is a, real what is what is a general out. ticket to the Super Bowl cost? Like general I've admission? Never, yeah, no, like leads? Yeah, like just like a regular ticket. I've never heard of what a ticket. Chef, ticket goes research. For. What are you finding? Uh, no, they just talk about how this is the most expensive. Yeah, Super Bowl you ever. only you only ever hear <laughs> yeah. about the resellers. You yeah. only ever hear about any of that stuff. Well, let me ask the guys in the football group chat. You never hear <laughs> what an actual ticket goes well, for. If you want to know what happened. Six Super Bowls ago. I can sure, tell you that. sure. I can tell you the last six, actually. Yeah. Okay, average. Um, back in Super Bowl 53, 5,000 was the average. But is that resale? Fans can score tickets to 2024 Super Bowl when they first go on sale between $1,950 and $4,176. Okay, so between one and five grand, right? Mm. Yep. And five grand being the worst. So they've doubled the price. There are 94, hotel, or 94 hotels nearby. What's that price again? One thousand nine hundred and fifteen to yeah. four thousand one hundred and seventy. Yeah, that's what the guys in the group chat just said. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, the Rock's daughter, uh, Simone, who goes by Ava on uh, NXT Wrestling, mm-hmm. um, said that her inbox has been flooded with hate over the WWE storyline where her dad. Dwayne The Rock Johnson is going to go to WrestleMania and fight that other guy. And Roman Reigns, his cousin. Every very upset about it. Uh, she said, uh, can you all leave me out of this? FFS. I'm busy running a show. She goes on to say that uh, she has received death threats over the situation mm. that she has nothing to do with. And then last night, 
on WWE Monday Night Raw. I guess uh, Cody Rhodes came out to the ring, and then the fans started chanting very loudly, Rocky sucks. Is it 1996 again? I got to be honest with you. I I didn't think I was going to hear that one. (laughs) You know what's so funny is because of my bedtime, I don't watch Monday Night Raw live. I watch all the highlights on their YouTube channel the following morning. Right. So all of this yeah. was edited out. Oh, of course oh. it was. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I love it, so though. The, the I fans, love that people are so mad. The fans have uh, have turned, unless this is like a troll job and then it's all going to work out, but it, not uh, likely. The, the, nah, the, nah, the, nah. Like, the, you, you seem like you're losing the fans when they've turned on The Rock. Yeah. Right? I love because it. You know the, it. Because you know The Rock, right? And The Rock... Even in his movies, he doesn't lose fights. Yeah. Right? He's the good guy always. He's the good guy always. And so I don't know. You can't control, like when you're doing a live pay-per-view and The Rock shows up, he is not used to this. And I truly believe, I think that if he showed up last night, you'd get some, you know, people would be excited to see him because he's a superstar. He's a rock. It would still, they would still do Rocky Sucks. Yeah. And, yeah, and he's not he's not used to that. I think they're beyond damage control right now. Yeah, I don't because know. Because hashtag we want Cody has been like yeah. trending for three days now. Yeah, there you go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Taylor Swift released a track list for the Tortured Poets Department. Oh. Uh, she got a song called Fortnite featuring Post Malone. Oh, amazing. Um, she got a song called My Boy Only Breaks His Favorite Toys. Uh, she got a song called So Long London, got a song called Florida with Florence and the Machine, uh, got a song called Fresh Out the Slammer. Okay. Got a song called Guilty as Sin, uh-huh. Who's Afraid of Little Old Me, I Can Fix Him, No Really I Can. Oh boy, that's telling. <laughs> that's a, that's I, can't do, I Can't Do It With a Broken Heart, and uh, I don't know who this is about, but... There's somebody in this world right now who read this story this morning and is like, oh, no. There's a song called uh, The Smallest Man Who Ever Lived. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yo, that's so bad. Uh, Travis Kelsey, even though he's got Super Bowl on the weekend, the only thing anybody wants to talk to him about is his girlfriend, Taylor Swift. And, 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 and first of all, his reaction to her historic run at the Grammys. She's unbelievable. She's uh, she's rewriting the history books herself. Uh, I told her I'll have to hold up my end of the bargain and come home with some hardware, too. I don't know if I brought too much to the game. I think I, I just go out there and have fun. You know, um, Taylor has an unbelievable fan base that uh, that follows her and supports her throughout her life. And uh, it's been fun to kind of gather the Swifties in the Chiefs kingdom and uh, open them up to uh, the, the football world, the sports world. And it's been cool to just experience all that. And uh, the big question, has Travis Kelsey heard any of that new album? Um, I have heard some of it, yes, and it is unbelievable. I can't wait for uh, her to shake up the world when it finally drops. Ooh, there you go. April. April, was it? April, April 19th? 9th. Or April 9th? April 19th. 19th. April 19th. There is a side A, side B, side C, and side D. Oh, damn it, Taylor yeah. Swift. What does L-O-M-L mean? L-O-M-L, because that's another one of her songs. L-O-M-L. What does that mean? Um, 
Love, love of love, love, of, my love life? of my life. Oh, is that what it means? Acronym for love of my life. A soulmate, pronounced Lomel. Uh, I can't even pre. Love of my life doesn't make any sense. L O L, which also refers to O T L O M L. L O M L. L O M L. Love of my life. Yeah. Love of my life. Uh, yeah, I can't. Very pre- fitting that none of us knew that. Pre-order. <laughs> oh, I us. knew it. I'm just looking for the album. None of us. I can't pre like pre-order it on. So does the, Apple. why? It's a digital thing. You don't need to pre-order anything. Just no, because wait till like, April 19th. No, because like when I do that, then when I wake up, it's like downloaded to my device. I don't have to remember. Oh, God. Okay, you're gonna be okay. <laughs> you're gonna be just. It's like fine. when I pre-ordered. Like remember when I used to pre-order fine. all the Star Wars movies and the video games and the video games. Yeah, I still do that. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Bro, because those video games okay. take hours yes, to do. download, yeah, man. Right. Those you're files right. are you're huge. Right. You're right. You're right. L O M L. Okay, that's what you are to me. L O M L. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Meta is officially warning investors over Mark Zuckerberg's love for mixed martial arts and how oh, much of God. a risk it could pose to the business. So oh. we, we know Zuck is a big MMA fan. He also had to have knee surgery last year when he injured his ACL while training for a fight. Ooh. Yeah. So now the company has decided that Zuck's love for fighting needs to be disclosed to shareholders. They said, uh, we currently depend on the continued service and performance of our key personnel, including Mark Zuckerberg. Uh, They go on to say Mr. Zuckerberg and certain other members of management participate in various high risk activities such as combat sports, extreme sports and recreational aviation, which carry the risk of serious injury and death. If Mr. Zuckerberg were to become unavailable for any reason, there could be a uh, material adverse impact on our operations. So they had to warn everybody. That uh, all these rich jabronis are doing some high-risk stuff, man. I love it. Not allowed. I remember my first contract years ago with ET Canada, the very first version of my contract, they had all these like insurance clauses in there of things I wasn't allowed to do. I wasn't allowed allowed to drive a motorcycle. Uh Uh-huh. Um, I wasn't allowed to skydive. Okay. I wasn't allowed to fly in a non-commercial um, aircraft. Like if a friend of yours just had a plane? Nope. You weren't allowed? Wasn't, was not, or helicopter, like, like any of those things. Like uh-huh. I couldn't do like a helicopter tour. At all? Kind of thing. No, because it wasn't, it wasn't, uh, it was a non-commercial uh, thing. What else? But, um, what else was I not allowed Bare to do? Bare knuckle fighting? Uh, tattoos was on there. You weren't allowed to get a tattoo. No, no. Wait, but you have no, tattoos. I know. I did. But I they were just covered I started. up. I had it before I started. No tattoos. No tattoos. But- yeah, yeah. It was crazy. Even though I wore suits every day, and uh-huh. then I did get a new one. I got like I had got one on my arm, and and I remember somebody brought it up. It was like high up on my arm, and I'm like, you somebody snitched. You will literally never see it because I mean, I'm walk around the office in a t-shirt. Uh-huh. I only put a suit on when I was going on television. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Somebody snitched. Somebody what did snitched. Did you find out who it was? No. You wouldn't be, what, did they think that like, who's going to believe no, this guy? No, because it, I, I think that it was All most, tatted up, I think talking it was, about Celine Dion. I think it was most likely somebody who snitched who was told that they couldn't do something. Oh, but Ross has one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But Ross has seven. Yeah, because yeah, I didn't have Including that one in his lower back. Right? <laughs> hey now, come on. <laughs> that doesn't <laughs> exist. <laughs> the Ross and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Uber patriot, uh, friend of Donald Trump and uh, country superstar Toby Keith passed away, uh, age of 62 from stomach cancer on his uh, social media channels. Oh, here we go. What song is this? Red, white, and blue. Oh, yeah. Toby Keith loved his USA. 
eyes when we see your glory flying there's a lot of men dead so we can sleep in peace at night when we lay down our heads wow yeah very oh, patriotic yeah that's he was the most american i uh, singer yeah. i've ever heard in my life uh they say toby keith passed away peacefully last night on february 5th surrounded by his family uh he fought his fight with grace and courage please respect the privacy of his family at this time so toby keith 62 <laughs> that's a young man right there 62 years old. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, are you ready for a Jurassic World reboot, Mocha? Wait, but they Jurassic World's not that old. Yeah, so like a Jurassic like with, Park reboot. Oh, like but re- didn't they already the, rebooting the franchise for a whole new generation? But they did that with the Chris Pratt yeah, Jurassic the, World that, series. That what last one was like what like 10 years ago? The first one that came out. It's time for a reboot. Time okay. for a reboot. So David Leach is in talks to direct a new Jurassic World, um, slated for uh, July 2025. Uh, David Cope, who wrote the original Jurassic Park and uh, The Lost World, is going to be writing the script. Mm-hmm. Uh, the film will mark the beginning of a fresh storyline, they say. But they did the, the fresh storyline when they rebooted the whole thing in like 2015. Which has spanned three decades. Uh, it is not clear if Chris Pratt, Bryce Dallas Howard, Sam Neill, Laura Dern, Jeff Goldblum, or any of those will uh will return uh since 93 the movies have made six billion dollars in case you're wondering uh david leach he is the director of john wick atomic blonde hobbs and shaw deadpool 2 and then that new movie with ryan gosling uh the fall guy so but they just really he's doing big movies there was a movie jurassic world um domination from 2022 yeah and then this is 2025 so you know I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, don't know. Whatever. I don't know. I don't know why I'm so, I don't know, man. I don't know. Like I'm not a super you, fan of Jurassic you, World. I know. You're or very Jurassic turned Park, up man. about it, though. Yeah. I was just trying to do a Jurassic World story, man, and you got all upset. Sorry. I apologize. Jeez. I guess they did the same thing with Spider-Man, like, enough times, right? Yeah. Like, I think you're okay, right? <laughs> I don't know. You going to be all right? Guys, I just love Jurassic Park so much. <laughs> <laughs> like, really? The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Buckingham Palace announced yesterday that King Charles, who's 75, uh, has cancer. They didn't specify what type, but the prognosis is reportedly good and that he was uh, that it was caught very early. Uh, it was discovered during his latest procedure um, for a benign and large prostate, they said. The palace says he remains wholly positive about his treatment and looks forward to returning to full public duty as soon as possible. His majesty has chosen to share his diagnosis to prevent speculation and in hope that it may assist public understanding for all those around the world who are affected by cancer. Apparently, Prince Harry is uh, on his way to uh, see his dad, which means that he's probably going to run into his brother at some point. Which is not good. Awkward. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, oh my God, these rains in California. Oh, jeez. They can't handle it, huh? I mean, it's, it's a lot of rain. It's a lot of rain. So, um, like, historic amounts of rain have just been pounding uh, Los Angeles over the last couple of days. As of last night, 710,000 people were without power. Wow. Uh, virtually all of Southern California was under a flash flood advisories and watches, including Los Angeles area, where 10 inches of rain had fallen. Oof. 
10 wow. inches of rain. That's a lot. Uh, it was already the third wettest two-day period since 1877. And then near the Hollywood Hills, floodwaters carried mud, rocks, and household objects uh, down the hill into Studio City, damaging at least two houses. And uh, 16 people had to be evacuated. If you've never been to Los Angeles, like some of those houses, like people's driveways are like 45 degrees, right? Mm. And you're not used to seeing it when you live in Canada because I, you drive by these driveways and you're like, how do you get up that in the winter? And then you're like, oh, right, they nothing freezes here. Sure. But when you see the way houses are built, like everything is on a ledge, right? Like everything is hanging off something mm. in Los Angeles. And so it just then, looks like with these rain that's been happening. And then the mud goes. Yeah. And it looks like waterfalls. Yeah. Everything looks like a big, dirty waterfall. Ugh. Right? That's what they used to call me in high school, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Big, dirty waterfall. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but it sounds disgusting. It sounds yeah. filthy, right? I was right? just going to say, maybe that's not a flex. Yeah. Here he comes. Uh, big, dirty waterfall. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. I don't know uh, what is going on with Neil deGrasse Tyson. Do you know who Neil deGrasse Tyson is? That, that egghead astrophysicist? Oh, no, no, uh, astrophysicist. Something like what, that, yeah. yeah. So anyway, so he got in some sort of fight with Madison Square Garden. Oh, what? Okay, so... Like in person? Like it was a, just a huge blow-up between Neil deGrasse Tyson and uh, Madison Square Garden. So Neil deGrasse Tyson had asked them for a handful of tickets mm-hmm. to the Rangers uh, Avalanche game. And the garden gave him tickets for the game, but they couldn't provide as many tickets as he asked for. And then DeGrasse Tyson started going off on how it's Black History Month and saying that he noticed that there are no non-white members of the board of Madison Square Garden, which then pissed off the employees at Madison Square Garden, one of whom then voided the tickets they had already given to him. Oh, no. And then a rep for Madison Square Garden said, Mr. Tyson is incorrect. We have several diverse members of our boards. So I don't know how, like... Bro, <laughs> just say thanks, man. Right? <laughs> like, thanks for the tickets that yeah, I asked for. How many for? do you think he asked for? What's an appropriate amount when you're Neil deGrasse Tyson? You're not Brad Pitt. Hmm. You're Neil deGrasse Tyson. What's an appropriate amount of tickets for a Saturday Night Rangers okay. game? Last Here, minute. Okay, appropriate yeah. is to say, I'm going to tell you appropriate. I'm yeah. going to tell you what I think he asked for. Okay, yes, that's what I want to know. Okay, yeah. appropriate hey, can I get six tickets? Six is appropriate. Hmm. When you're yeah. Neil deGrasse Tyson, yeah. six? Six. <sighs> I'm going to say six. I disagree with that. Right? Because he probably wants to be like somewhere courtside, right? Not sitting in a box. Right. Because he didn't specify, hey, I'm rolling with 20 nerds from NASA. Give me a box. Yeah. Right? I say six tickets because he wants to be seen somewhere close to the court. Rink. Oh, sorry. The rink. Yeah. What I think he asked for was like 15. You'd think so. Hmm. See, to me, appropriate appropriate is four. Uh Uh-huh. When you're asking somebody for free tickets, even if you're Neil deGrasse Tyson, to me, six is too many. Mm. Too many. Brad, I think, Pitt, I think Brad he, Pitt can ask for six. I think he asked for double digits. Yeah, you think so, huh? Yeah. yeah. So. And they probably gave him, like, what, like six? Sure. He asked for 12? Yeah. They're like, right? ah, they were like, yo, six. we just gave you six. Yeah, Rangers game. And then he was like, you don't have any white people. Yeah. <laughs> 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 right? <laughs> Yo, he had that in the chamber ready to go. Ready too, to right? go. He had already researched it before he asked yeah. I bet, right? He was like, he was like, just in case they say no, I'm him with this. <laughs> well, guess what? <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, that's crazy. But anyway, I got in a fight with uh, Madison Square Garden. Um, hold on here. There was something else. Was there something else I wanted to talk about? Give me one second. Real quick, like real, real quick. Uh, no, turns out no, there isn't. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Jack Sweeney at it again. Jack Sweeney is the 21-year-old uh, student in Florida who tracks celebrities' um, private jets. Oh, and right. now Taylor Swift's team has apparently sent uh, a cease and desist and are threatening further legal action. Uh, I thought he was asked to stop before by, like, he, Elon Musk, right? He was. Well, you, you can ask. Oh, okay. It wasn't <laughs> I mean, like, stop doing this right now or I, else. I, you, can, you can ask. Oh, okay, um, got it, got it, got it. So Swift's team said that they have no choice but to pursue uh, legal action if he doesn't stop stalking and harassing Taylor Swift and that she has had to heighten her security and has had recent um, run-ins with uh, stalkers and they're saying that that's the reason behind it. Hmm. Uh, so he tracks a lot of people's jets um, through what is available from the uh, Federal Aviation Administration um, on celeb jets and... He didn't immediately respond to the Wall Street Journal. However, he did tell the posts when they filed the cease and desist saying this information is already out there and that Taylor's teams thinks that they can control the world. So it does not sound like he's going to stop. They kind of do. And he noted that when they first received these cease and desist, it was right at the time where Taylor was being accused of being the largest celebrity abuser of private jets and her carbon footprint and all this other stuff. No, but she got to fly all over the place. I know. She's on a world tour, idiot. I, I get it. I get it. He's not, and he's, he's not, he's not, and he's not putting out opinions about it or anything. No, he, he just, just saying, he just tracks it, here's right? Wanted. Yeah. Remember that time when he uh, put out info on Kylie Jenner's private jet? <laughs> when her and Travis Scott, like within LA, traveled from one spot to another spot. It was like a 12 minute plane ride, yeah. private jet. Yeah. Because then they they figured if they would have drove to this venue or wherever they were going, it was yeah. like a three hour drive. Yes. So they wanted to avoid three hours. Yes, yes, they did. Imagine that. Uh, I don't know, guys. Um, I had that option. I just think that. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Tucker Carlson is in Moscow, Russia, to apparently he did a two-hour interview with uh, Vladimir Putin that he's, yeah, that he's going to put up unedited on uh, his own website. And Elon Musk also said that he would give it a place on X unedited and would not sort of tamper with it or shadow ban it or anything like that. Uh, here is Tucker Carlson. Not a single Western journalist has bothered to interview the president of the other country involved in this conflict, Vladimir Putin. Most Americans have no idea why Putin invaded Ukraine or what his goals are now. They've never heard his voice. That's wrong. Americans have a right to know all they can about a war they're implicated in. And we have the right to tell them about it because we are Americans too. Freedom of speech is our birthright. We were born with the right to say what we believe. That right cannot be taken away no matter who is in the White House. But they're trying anyway. He was also saying they tried to do this last year, but then they're phones were tapped and the whole thing was sabotaged by u.s government and everything else it's a whole thing anyway so that's coming out uh on the flip side um bill maher said that he did an interview with kanye west that was a two-hour interview uh on his podcast but decided not to release it So he said, the problem, I think, is that Kanye appeals mostly, of course, he's a rock star, to young people. Uh, They don't know how much and they don't know 
they don't know much, and they surely don't know much about the Middle East or about Jews. So the combination of Kanye out there, I feel like he was just helpful for spreading the fertilizer, and I do mean fertilizer, for this idea that Israel and the Jews are the worst people in the world. So he did a two-hour interview with Kanye, uh, did not uh, did not air it, and Kanye released a video yesterday talking about how much trouble he's having actually booking venues. Here's Kanye. Yo, this Yay. We just sold out the United Center in seven minutes. And I just wanted to express to everybody out there to see if it's anyone that can help with this. It's the only arena that I had access to in the past year. And when I call, people say there's no avails for me. And you know why that is. So if there's anybody out there that can help with this, please do. So Chicago is the only place. His hometown. Yeah. Could you imagine Kanye call up? No, man, we're booked. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's Jeez. like, but like, what and, else and are you going to say? He's like, right? I'm on the website right now and yeah. I'm looking. <laughs> There's no Blackhawks game. There's nothing. There's no Bulls games. No. You have no other concerts. No, no. That's the only place. That's the only place. United Center is uh, the only place. So like any other, any other arena, right? You're looking, going, I'm looking at the schedule right mm-hmm. now. You have open dates here, here, yes. and here. Yes. It goes Disney on ice. Yeah. <laughs> Break. Break. <laughs> <laughs> Start the soleil. Car convention. Yeah. Like, there's a week in between there. Yeah, let me just send you an iCal invite right now. <laughs> just accept. <laughs> All you have to do is give me the venue. Uh, but yeah, Kanye is uh, he's not wanted. I uh, it's, uh, it's a wild thing. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, more controversy. You ready for this? Hit me. So it was announced that Shane Gillis is hosting Saturday Night Live. Who's Shane Gillis? Uh, he is a stand-up comedian. Uh-huh. And uh, he's hosting with 21 Savage. I think, is it this Saturday or next Saturday off a week? Or I don't even know what's going on. But he's the next yes. host of uh, of Saturday Night Live. Okay. And Shane Gillis in 2019 was actually hired as a cast member for Saturday Night Live and fired before his first show. Oh. Uh, because it was, it was at a time where uh, previous comments, racial stuff that he had said on a podcast came out, hmm. canceled, fired, at the time, NBC said that they were not aware of his prior remarks and that the vetting process was not up to their standards. And then he went on to be like a YouTube star through okay. his podcast and then just cranked out stand-up after stand-up after stand-up. Now he's doing Netflix stand-up specials. Mm-hmm. They debuts at top 10, goes up to number one. He's a big guy in the comedy world. And now SNL is like, hey, do you want to come back and host? Right. And so, he said yes, of course. Of course he said yes. Right? But he also SNL. he also joked that if he ever got to, to host SNL, he would kill himself on stage. Oh, um, oh, but that was geez. that was one thing. But when he got fired from SNL, he said, I'm a comedian who was funny enough to get SNL. That can't be taken away. Of course I wanted the opportunity to prove myself on SNL, but I understand it would be too much of a distraction. I respect the decision they made. I'm honestly grateful for the opportunity. I was a mad TV guy anyway. He's doing oh, it also, February 24th. February 24th. So, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Same, by the way. I love that. I know. Matt TV so was so good. good. But do you remember when they did this to Norm MacDonald? <clears throat> What? So they had Norm MacDonald on the show, uh-huh. and then they fired Norm MacDonald from SNL because they said he wasn't funny. And then a okay. year and a half later, they brought Norm MacDonald back to host SNL. And his entire opening monologue 
was roasting SNL for firing him because he wasn't funny yeah. and then bringing him back you to You have to do it though. Bringing and him you got to let host. him do it. Because they fired a lot of people. Robert Downey Jr. was only on SNL for a year and he's yeah. come back to host. Adam Sandler was fired from SNL. Like all those guys were fired from SNL. But Shane Gillis was fired from SNL before he even did one episode of SNL. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Super Bowl this weekend. The commercials are Woo! a huge part good, of, good. of, uh, of Super Bowl. And, uh, DoorDash has launched a promotion. Um, they're not an advertiser on the Super Bowl, but okay. they are doing a giant Super Bowl promotion, which is DoorDash is going to give one lucky winner mm-hmm. everything that was advertised during the Super Bowl. Huh? So, meaning DoorDash, they, 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 I'll play the commercial and then we'll come back and we'll talk about it. Okay. DoorDash can DoorDash pretty much anything. So this year during football's biggest event, DoorDash will DoorDash stuff from all the ads. All to one winner. All the snacks. Every automobile. A tax service. What? And who knows what else. We uh, haven't fully thought this thing through yet. Just look for the promo code on the big day for a chance to win it all. DoorDashAllTheAds.com So they're going to, their thing is you can win their contest. And if you win their contest, they will give you everything that was advertised during the Super Bowl. But what if there are like three different car manufacturers so, that are I, launching vehicles? The, well, no, that's not the complicated one. The complicated one is that Uber Eats is a big um, advertiser oh. during the Super Bowl. So what do you get So then? I don't know everything how you that get Uber that. Uber Eats delivers? Yeah, so uh, Uber Eats, uh, Doritos, um, Bud Light, Pringles, what's this, State Farm Insurance, Yes. Uh, Dunkin' Donuts, oh uh, Michelob Ultra, Bet MGM. What? Uh, nerds candy. Yes, I love nerds candy. <laughs> uh, Mountain Dew. Yeah. Uh, do, Budweiser. Do do. Uh-huh. Uh, Starry lemon lime drink. BMW. I'll be there for that. Tobacco uh, Zempic's not advertising after all that. Yeah. Uh, 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 Hellman's mayonnaise. <laughs> uh, TurboTax. What the heck? Um, what's this one? Squarespace. Yeah. I don't know what they do with that. T-Mobile. Squarespace, man. Design your own website. Uh, something called a stock cold brew. Uh-huh. Um, Oreos. Uh, Elf Cosmetics or ELF Cosmetics. Elf, you got it right the first time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, Elf, like, I'm entering this is? contest right now. Uh, Popeye's Chicken. Ooh, Coors Light. Like, mm. so, okay, so there's a lot of junk. Uh-huh, uh-huh. A lot of junk. So that is what you would win. You would just win. I guess they get you like a T-Mobile internet subscription and the box and all that. I don't know. Contest, the though. Uber Eats one is very interesting. Though. Yes. Because what do you... I guess do they maybe give like a you, gift card I bet you they'll give you a gift card for yeah. DoorDash. No, they can't. No, it's, Uber it's, it's Uber Eats. No, I know. But if you win this DoorDash thing, they'll give you but an equivalent. Like, no, maybe. because they literally, the promotion is... Everything that's advertised during the Super Bowl. I know they can't give away. They can't tell you go well, order from them. They would have to. Wow, they're that's gonna, incredible. Have to. Good for so, DoorDash. anyways, I don't know how this is all going to work, but uh, yeah, that's a lot of Doritos and Bud me. Light. Jesus. Service, and who knows what else? We uh, haven't fully thought this thing through yet. Just look for the promo code on the big day for a chance to win it all. DoorDashAllTheAds.com. Oh. DoorDash, all the ads. I'm on yeah. here now. You can't enter yet. You can't yet? No, no it says check out to 1124. There you go. Yeah, and it has a list of all the prizes, too. 
Gotcha. Also, not until Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, so the story around WWE right now, and maybe you can help explain this to me, is that fans are sort of torn with what's going on with The Rock and Cody Rhodes and all this other stuff and who's headlining WrestleMania. And one story that came out is that this whole thing is a work by The Rock to increase Cody Rhodes' profile. Mm-hmm. And he was actually one of the people responsible in his new position within WWE to hand out all those signs at the event the other night where it was like, we want Cody. And he's encouraging all of this because they point out that although Cody was supposed to fight Roman Reigns Mm -hmm. at WrestleMania and then that whole thing with The Rock happened... In that moment, they never said it was going to be The Rock and Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. No, There was no match set. So what is happening is tomorrow is the big press conference happening yeah. in Las Vegas because that's where all the world sports media is going to be for Super Bowl. And during the press conference, they sent out a release for media. And they said that the Rock and Roman Reigns will be available. Mm -hmm. And then after the press conference, they said also available will be Cody Rhodes and Seth Rollins. Bro, this is the most hype that WWE has been. And I love the drama. I'm here for all of it. And all you losers out there tweeting about we want Cody upset. You use the same jabronis that for four years now have been sitting around saying we want Rock and Roman at... WrestleMania, you're the same losers that sit around after every WrestleMania filming yourselves for reaction and then nothing happens. But why they're pissed is because fans wanted Rock and Roman forever and The Rock kept saying no. And now that he's on the board, they're pissed that he came in and was like, let me headline. You get what you get, and you don't get upset. But is it all? Is it all? A, is it all a job? Is it all? Are you? Are is, is, the, is, the, is the Rock orchestrating all of this? I don't Probably. know. Probably he's a genius. I don't know. I don't know. So I don't know. What's, is there a writers' room at the WWE? Yes. Yes. yes they sure got a is. full team, man. Yeah. Yep. Where they're like, okay, now you'll do this. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's oh. exactly. Uh, that's exactly how it goes down. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, apparently, Brad Pitt um, in 1995 was pissed when he was uh, declared People Magazine's sexiest man alive. Why? So at the time, he was working on Legends of the Fall, and the guy who directed Legends of the Fall, Edward Zwick, just released a book also talking about how Brad Pitt didn't want to do emotional scenes. He wanted to be like a more sort of reclusive, tough guy, and they got into an argument and threw chairs at each other on set. Oh. <laughs> um, but... People Magazine came out while they were filming it, and he said that Brad was um, pissed. He didn't want to be uh, celebrated for his looks or objectified in that kind of way. He wanted to sort of be taken seriously, and he felt that this was a step in the wrong direction. So he actually didn't celebrate the first time being named People Magazine sexiest oh, man alive. You celebrated when you were sexy. I still celebrate it. Oh, that's a, we all do for you. I still yeah. celebrate it. I have all those clippings. I have all the, I made so sure my mom, my, made sure my, ew, that's weird, dude. That's so weird. So weird. I don't care what Brad, Brad Pitt says. Winning an award solely for your looks is one of the greatest feelings you're ever going to have in your life. Okay? <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. You know when you're watching a football game, so Super Bowls this weekend, right? Mm. And you see it in baseball too, but football, you know how they, they have those phones like on the side, like where all the players are? And then every now and then you see somebody like on the phone or you used to, and they could talk to the coaches and everybody sure. who's like not on the field, but yeah, they, yeah. they use like old school phones. So Joe Montana, who's one of the best quarterbacks of all time, four Super Bowls, uh, 
like legend, right? So when he was on the sidelines, that phone was always right there, right? Mm-hmm. If the coaches need to get a hold of him or if he needed to, to like, talk about plays or whatever else, the phone was always right there. And I always thought that that phone was just a direct link from the sidelines to like the box where the coaching staff was. Uh So listen to Joe Montana uh, tell this story about using that phone on the sidelines. I don't know what made me do it, but one day I hung up and I'm sitting there going, hmm, I wonder if these things call out. (laughs) So I pick up the phone and I hit, what what do you do normally? Hit nine, right? Gives you an outside line. (laughs) I hit nine. Got a dial tone. Oh, no. I dial my house. And the phone would ring. That's his I'd wife. pick it up, and it'd be Joe. Oh, my God. <laughs> what are you doing? I go, hey, how you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? Who is it? is it? What are you doing? Why are you? Where are you calling me from? He goes, I'm calling you. I'm calling you to say I love you. And I go, oh, I love you. How are you calling? <laughs> he goes, they have an outside line. I, I check in every stadium. I go on the sideline <laughs> oh phone. God. I found out that it calls. <laughs> So I thought I'd give you a call since I'm just sitting here waiting to go on the field. <laughs> That's that regular amazing. That's, That's a regular incredible. phone. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, you'd think it would be more secure. <laughs> right? <laughs> so anyone could just like tap in. Yes. Yeah, it's just a regular phone. Yeah. Regular phone. Probably had a number. They had to call a yeah. number down on the field to get them. Not so advanced. God, remember that? You, any phone you'd find, you just hit nine to see if you could get out, right? Yeah. Like, and you did. You always did. You always got out. Nine yeah. was the way to go. <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, X Mandalorian star Gina Carano is uh, suing Disney for firing her from that show, and Elon Musk is paying her entire lawsuit. What? So remember, Elon Musk is pissed at Disney because Disney uh-huh. pulled her advertising from X or Twitter, and uh, and part of. Disney, before Bob Iger came back, the other guy that was running the show, they fired Gina Carano when she was making comparisons of freedom of speech uh, in America to what it was in Nazi Germany. And they just let her go. And I think they fired her on Twitter. That's how she found out. But you got to listen to this lawsuit. So this is Elon Musk, basically Elon Elon Musk's lawyers, right? This is Uh a lawsuit. They went to her and said, here's how it's going to play out. Yes. Right? Got it. So let me read you the beginning of this lawsuit. It's the most Elon Musk lawyer lawsuit ever. A short time ago in a galaxy not so far away. Oh, God. (laughs) This is the legal document. This is the Uh legal filing. Of course it is. A short time ago in a galaxy not so far away. Defendants uh, made it clear that not only one orthodoxy in thought, speech, or action was acceptable in their empire and that those who dared question or failed to fully comply would not be tolerated. It goes on to say, and so it was with Gina Carano. The rule of law still reigns over the defendant's empire, and Carano has returned to demand that they be held accountable for their bullying, discriminatory, and retaliatory actions. Actions that inflicted not only substantial emotional harm, but millions of dollars in lost income. So says it. Come on, <laughs> guys. this is the way. They did not say this no, is the no, way, they did they? I'm sure, oh. I'm sure it's in there somewhere. I'm Jeez. sure I'm sure it's in there somewhere. Oh, uh, Gina Crano's just like, okay, thanks, guys. Yeah. I hope Wouldn't this works. you? I'll take Elon's money to go sue Disney. Sure. For sure I will. Um, she has a really good case, too. Really good case. Um, but I think she just wants her job back. Like, I think she wants back on Mandalorian because she was supposed oh, to happen, She was supposed to do, well, because they're doing the movie now, right? Uh-huh. 
So she was supposed to do Mandalorian. She was supposed to get her own standalone movie. Yeah. And she was supposed to join this other franchise feature film uh, franchise that they were building. And they were going to build it around her character. So she had three big Star Wars projects in the go when they when they when they fired her. So uh, there you go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, hey, do you have any interest in listening to a cop that was scared by a squirrel? Um, sure. Do you have any interest in listening to a police officer who got scared by a squirrel? I guess they got a call that was a, it was a possible home invasion, like an intruder yeah. in the house. And then the cop showed up doing cop things and he went in to investigate and the intruder was a squirrel. <laughs> oh, it's right there. It's a squirrel. They can disregard. I just saw it. Tony, now you can disregard the help. We got a squirrel in the house. I think, okay, who is most likely if there was a squirrel in the house? Yeah. In this room, okay? Yes. To make that noise with a squirrel in the house. This one? Ooh. Yes. <laughs> I'm 100% saying Mocha. Me? No. Yeah. Yes. 100%. No way. 100%. I was going to say Maria. No. Nope. Maria Mo- would make this noise. <laughs> Shem would make that noise. Are you crazy? <laughs> yeah. What? Come on, Shemroy. You would absolutely make I this noise. <laughs> I know Maury would. Yeah. Right? That's an obvious thing. Yeah. You're terrified of squirrels. Who said I'm terrified you of squirrels? You did. When did I ever say <laughs> that? When I said that I hand fed them in the park. I never said I was scared of squirrels. I probably said it was like gross or disgusting or no, something. No, no, no. You said they, you let them get that close to you? Yeah, because they yeah. got diseases and stuff. No, 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 no. Because you're scared of them. I'm not scared of squirrel. If a squirrel crawled on your lap, what would you do? Get off my lap. How? I'd push it away. By jumping up and making what sound? <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Taylor Swift's Era's tour film will be heading to Disney Plus exclusively. Yes. With uh, five additional songs that were not previously included in the theaters or past digital download or uh, on-demand versions. Hmm. Um, March 15th is when it will become available. They say uh, starting March 15th, watch the entire concert film for the first time ever from beginning to end, including uh, Cardigan and four additional songs from the wow. acoustic section. Here's my question. Is that she's still on this tour? Like, Taylor's in Tokyo, right? Hmm. She's got a new album coming out in April. She's still doing tours for this era's tour, mm-hmm. but she's about to start a new era. So when she hits Canada, like in November, mm-hmm. oh, because I know all these fans who went to see the concert and everything else, they know this set list top to bottom and are wanting a lot of those songs. But if she's going to include stuff off this new album, mm, what does she ax? What does she ax? Because she's she's actually adding a new era to the Eras tour, which is still in progress. Huh. Does it end up just being a longer movie? But the no, show, the concert, show. Show. You can't, the, the show can't be longer. The concert, right? the con, like her show, her concert is, is already stacked. Yeah. With songs. But she's adding a whole new era to the era's tour. Yo. 
What if? So this, like, are, are fans going to be excited because it's a brand new show, or are they going to be pissed because so. oh, they're not getting what they're expecting? Right. What if she goes on the rest of the Eras tour and does the regular set list? Yeah. And then right after tour again with the new album. There's no way because she can only do stadiums. Oh yeah. Fact. Right. Like, you're not going to finish a stadium tour and then do like arenas or concert halls or something like that. And just like. Because you know she's going to play new stuff, uh-huh. right? So what does she take? What does she? Yeah, it's it, I was thinking because that's like because it's it's that's like she's not going to play just one track. I mean, my God, like the album comes out know. in April, her shows in Canada are November. She'll have three singles by then. Yeah, right. I don't know. Maybe some like I don't know. Don't, don't come know. at me, Swifties. Yeah, okay, but, cool. Yeah, <gasps> but what? Just like yeah. some of the folklore. Yeah, tracks. Yeah, I get you. Right, I get you. like yeah, Cardigan, yeah. cool. That's yeah. a great song. Sure, yeah. But some of the other ones, because that whole album was just like, yeah. you know, I know it was a moment. Yeah, I think there's Beautiful a lot. Album, there, there's a lot of people that feel the same way that you do, Mocha, and they hate folklore. <laughs> I never said I hated it, guys. <laughs> <laughs> guys, I love folklore so much. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Kelly Clarkson <laughs> was asked about uh, her favorite moment from uh, from the Grammys, and it was Miley Cyrus. Here's Kelly Clarkson. Sometimes people can be too cool in that environment. So shout out to Miley Cyrus for being on stage and be like, why are you acting like you don't know this song? Like, because sometimes it gets a little stuffy in that environment and people are too cool to like engage or like have a good time or like let, you know, let their guard down. And that was really like, you know, whether you liked it or not, I thought it was hilarious. And it was awesome because she got everybody on their feet and it kind of like set the tone for everybody to have a good time because that's what we're here for to celebrate music so that was really cool that was funny that's probably one of my favorite uh, moments of the night do you remember that moment when miley was on stage Mm-mm. you didn't want so it's great so so she yeah. was singing her song and it and kelly was right it's a very stuffy room a lot of people on edge yeah. and nobody's really there to party and miley hasn't done a live show in a very long time what she did she perform tour. did she perform uh Jaded? flowers oh flowers, flowers. Sorry, so so here's miley at the grammys Oh, shoot. <laughs> Such a flex. I love yeah. it. Like, everybody knows this song. Yeah. Was number Why one are hit? you acting like you don't know this song? No, it was really great. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, brand new song from Northwest. So North uh, appears in a song called Talkin' with Kanye of his new album that uh, comes out, I guess, on the 9th, whenever that is. When's Tomorrow. The Tomorrow. That um, album that his that is vultures right yeah. with him and Ty Dolla Sign. Yeah, that's been pushed back like so many Multiple times. I don't, times. Even, I don't yeah. even believe it's coming out tomorrow. Chris Brown's on it. Bad Bunny's on it. But uh, but so he he does a song and and at the the listening party that he did a while ago, Northwest came out and was like rapping and and there was video of it just from like in the in the room and it wasn't that great, but. I, don't, I mean, it sort of seems like they're just really forcing this poor kid on us. But anyway, you tell me what you think of Northwest. Trying to test me. It's going to get messy. It's going to get messy. Just, just bless me. Bless me. It's your bestie, Miss, Miss Westy. Just trying to bless me. Just bless me. Yeah, that's like a lot of auto-tune. But she's also a kid, man. I know. It's also pretty much in line with where hip-hop is today. Oh, you're not wrong. She's very much uh, his kid, though. Yeah, big time. Right? Big time. It's the cadences and just like the way she says certain words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How long have we been doing the news for?
Six and a half minutes. Okay, cool. Um, I got <laughs> one more. I don't know. Why, are you okay? Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> oh. I just lost track. Oh, you got to pee or something? No, I don't. Oh. No, actually, I, for the, for once in my life, I don't have to pee. <laughs> you seem very concerned. <laughs> no, I was just curious. <laughs> normally, I got a normally got a clock in front of me, but I, I, it's not working today, so uh-huh. I can't uh, I can't see what time it is or how long we've been going on for. Um, okay, uh, now we're out of time. No! <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Beyonce is revealed that she's going to be launching a hair care line February 20th. So there's a, a post uh, which was looked like it was home movie footage of her mother's salon uh, called Headliners back in Houston, Texas years ago. Where this is where Beyonce had her first job sweeping hair. Uh, she wrote, hair is sacred. So the company is called sacred but it's c e accent c r e d like sacred oh, right? like gotcha. beyonce yo you should have called it yonsei with the good hair yeah sacred it took me a while i had to look at it i'm like how do you even say that and then i was like oh <laughs> it's a it's a beyonce, it's a beyonce thing uh well details about the products sacred will offer have yet to be shared they say uh trademark requests filed back in 2022 uh clears the company for production of hair care preparations candles vitamin supplements uh electric hairstyling tools combs hair accessories pillowcases oh i could wow oh i bet you beyonce pillowcase feels real good huh mm-hmm. oh yeah like silky i could go for a beyonce pillowcase oh my god yeah right <laughs> shut up, shut up. yeah the, uh, the pillowcase I'd be, I'd be i'd be down with that the Roz and mocha show podcast podcast uh super bowl this weekend yeah baby uh, san francisco kansas city uh, everything gets going at 6 30 p.m eastern on CBS and Paramount Plus in the States and then uh, up here on one of those. And normally with the Super Bowl halftime show, the time allotted to the artist to sort of cram in as much as they possibly can is 13 minutes. Hmm. Uh, however, Usher managed to negotiate 15. Ooh, amazing. So he's got an extra two minutes to play with. Mocha, Yeah. If uh, if if you could fill that two minutes of Usher's set with one track, what would it be? Oh, this is like an underrated song yeah. from the Confessions album from, I believe, 2004 is when that album came out. It's the same album that had Yeah on it. Okay. With Ludacris and Lil Jon. Okay. That everybody knows and loves. Like, monster hit. But this one is uh, underrated. Although Usher fans know it, it's called Caught Up. brother who been doing it my way But you think this, okay, what are the chances you think that he plays this, though? I think a very good chance because that album was a monster and a definitive moment in his career. I actually, if you don't mind, I put together. But like what other, but he's got so many that. I put together kind of like my dream set list. Okay. If Usher were to perform these particular songs at the Super Bowl. Definitely on there. Oh my God. Definitely on there. Do you think he's going to do a slow jam? Yeah, yeah. I do. I think he brings out yeah. Alicia Keys and does that. 
Oh, that last you record, think so? Yeah. You I think so? Oh, that's 100%. like one of my favorite songs. 100%. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's kind of like my song. dream set for okay. Usher. But knowing he's got 15 minutes? Yeah. Yo. Yo. That's going to be crazy. Right? The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. I don't know a lot about Nebraska, but I have known for the last little while that the, Nebraska has one of the coolest state slogans that any state has ever come up with. And, and it's a damn shame because they're about to change it. Okay. So for the past five years, uh, they've been working on one slogan because Nebraska was 50th in U.S. states for tourism five years ago. Oh, no. Okay. Yeah. And so Nebraska adopted the slogan of Nebraska. Honestly, it's not for everyone. <laughs> yeah, okay. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Which I thought was a brilliant kind of where, slogan. I don't even know where Nebraska is. Is it like in the middle? Yeah, it's middle middle left, I guess, depending. Okay. Yeah, right? Um, so Nebraska, it's, honestly, it's not for everyone. That's been their slogan for the last five years, but the, the, the governor hated it, and then uh, they've asked people to change it. And honestly, after they made that, their, their slogan, uh, tourism went from uh, – Rose uh, from nineteen percent to thirty nine percent. Since twenty nineteen, right. yeah, and okay. I think they they moved up from fiftieth in tourism to forty first right. in tourism. So it worked, it worked. But they're gonna ditch it and go for something new. Uh, Nebraska used to be uh, Nebraska where the West begins. Used to be their their slogan. Oh, and so then, what are they changing uh, it to? I, they Do don't know? know yet. They don't know, but but it's no longer Nebraska. Like Nebraska. Honestly, it's not for everyone. <laughs> what about like, Nebraska? Uh, it's all good now, <laughs> right? Or, or why ne- not? We're Nebraska. We I yeah, right? <laughs> like just you know something something like, like that. Nebraska. Uh, Come Man. on in. Yeah, yeah. Like, Welcome. Like, yeah, I mean, I've never been to Nebraska. Been to a lot of states. Oh, I've how never about been to Nebraska. Nebraska? We actually don't suck. Yeah, something like something like that. No, I don't even think they would go for that because they seem real uptight now. Mm. Doesn't seem like they want to have a whole lot of whole lot of fun, right? Like, or or you could just call it meh, <laughs> right? <laughs> Nebraska, <laughs> meh. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh man, Taylor Swift fans are so brutal. They are trolling Joe Alwyn like. Oh, my God. As soon as Taylor Swift released the track listings from her new album, Joe Alwyn, Taylor's ex-boyfriend, like, people just set their sights on the man. So some of the song titles are uh, So Long London. He's English, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, The Smallest Man Who Ever Lived. That's another one. Uh, One fan wrote, uh, Joe Allen, (laughs) count your days. Somebody else wrote, every song title from the Tortured Poets Department is bad for Joe Allen. Somebody else said that he's probably going to enter witness protection program. Wow. Somebody else wrote, just remember that when I wake up on April 19th, I will not have to endure what Joe Allen, what Joe Allen will have to endure. Song called, uh, But Daddy, I Love Him. I can fix him. No, really, I can. Oof. Oh, my boy only breaks his favorite toys. Oof. Yo, just turn notifications off, homie. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Delete, oh. delete IG for 30 days. Oh, those fans are so hardcore, man. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, there's a, been a lot of um, 
stories uh, where things that people have said in their in the past, whether it's on a podcast or an interview, they they sort of come back to bite you in the ass, mm-hmm. right? That guy Shane Gillis, who's hosting SNL, he got fired for SNL for stuff he said on a podcast. But when you say something publicly in an interview podcast, it never goes away, and you just hope that you can outgrow it. Or maybe you feel differently when it does come back up uh-huh. than when you did then. But that stuff lives forever. And then every now and then, something you said from the past gets a second life. And Billie Eilish is going through that right now. Uh-oh. Or something she said back in 2019, I think she was like 17 years old, uh, is now getting a second life. Because I know this because it's been sent to me like six times in the last two days. Really? Uh, so it was an interview that Billie Eilish had done when she was just like breaking out, super popular. Everybody wanted to talk to her. And we know Billie Eilish is a vegan and healthy lifestyle is very much part of her, 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 the way she chooses to live. And this is Billie Eilish talking for a little over a minute about how much she loves to poop. What? Poop, pooping underrated. One billion percent underrated. Pooping is my favorite part of the day. There was one day I pooped eight times. Eight times? That was the best day of my life. And they were all solid, good poops, too. Like, no, like, bullshit poops. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't like, I'm done. I wasn't also like... What? Those are the bad poops. When you poop a me... Like, yo, I'm really talking about poop out here. Really? I love pooping, dude. But here's the thing, it's really about your diet, because you can have miserable poops. People who don't like pooping are probably people who eat like <laughs> Sometimes when you eat like poop is incredible. Sometimes it's horrible. You eat a bunch of hot Cheetos, that is burning poop. Oh. Billy Eilish! Burning, like a, like a lighter down there. Like, hold it there. Okay. So I didn't hear this back in, what was it, 2019? 2019. And I'm happy I didn't. Like, she had a whole routine. This, this was like, I was fine with not having this in my life. Eight times, though. God bless her, man. Eight times in one day. Yeah. God bless her. Right? I'm the only one clapping. Thank no, you, I'm with you. Thank I'm you. with you, brother. Thank you. Poop Thank away. You. But that is, uh, that, that, uh, that clip's making a comeback. Monkey, you all right? <laughs> you all right, man? What's going on over there? What are you doing? You're cooking. I so love hard. pooping, dude. Like, come on. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna think about now. I know. I see Billy Eilish. I know. Is this quote? I love pooping, dude. I don't listen. Everything gets a second life, right? And uh, that is certainly uh, making the rounds again. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, The Walt Disney Company and Fortnite Gaming Studios Epic Games will create a new, quote, games and entertainment universe that brings Disney characters from franchises like Star Wars, Marvel, Pixar, and Avatar all together in one place. Disney is Disney. Disney. (laughs) Disney. You almost said it. You almost said it. Hold on. I'm going to get the clip ready. So people know. I know. So people know. Okay. So Disney yeah. is uh, uh, investing $1.5 billion into Epic Games to put this whole project together. 
Uh, Bob Iger described the project as a uh, huge Disney universe that will be for gaming and for play and for watching and for even shopping for digital goods and maybe ultimately physical goods that will live alongside Fortnite but be completely interconnected with Fortnite. I don't know what any of that means. Dude, I watched the trailer. It's yeah. so good. I'm actually excited for this. So, but uh, that's what's uh, going on with uh, Disney. They spent uh, $1.5 billion to, uh, they're going to build this giant epic sort of gaming mega center. I love it. Is the, is I guess the future that they see. I don't know. If you've never heard people around the world celebrating Disney by saying <laughs> Disney in their native language, ladies and gentlemen, present you this. Disney. 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 It's so difficult for me to say Disney without saying these nuts. It really is. <laughs> I, I say I say this all the time. Yeah. I just can't help it. Disney. Disney. Right. It's it's so it, it's you know, so it's, hard. It, it, like for me to not just say these nuts. Disney. 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 Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.